Hey, welcome back to another episode of Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. Happy Friday. You made it through the week. I did. I hope you all did, too. Trudeau's done it again. What's he done? Well, we'll find out in a minute. <laughs> so we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Yeah, you ring that bell, just like my cat Sash is doing there. And I should remind you, I'm always being told, David, tell them at the beginning. Okay, I'm telling you at the beginning. Please like this broadcast, share the broadcast, ring the bell, subscribe if you haven't done so. But more so, you know, I'm really being suppressed because these broadcasts are not getting out to anybody except the audience I already have. So I know what they're up to. I know what YouTube is up to. I know the algorithm, but we can beat it. You can help me beat it. And you, we can beat Trudeau's censorship if you ring that bell, because that's really what I'm primarily focused on right now is beating the censorship. Because if we lose our freedom of speech in this country, we're going to lose it all. My friends, we're going to lose our freedom because freedom of speech is integral. It's foundational to all the freedom and liberty we have in this country. So I want to show you a clip here. It's very brief, and I'll explain why I think this is quite ominous. But this is Justin Trudeau speaking Thursday, that's yesterday, in St. John's, Newfoundland, at a summit that was hastily, as it's been described, hastily organized between Canada and the European Union. So all of these European unions Union leaders came to Canada to hear Justin Trudeau declare how wonderful he's doing fighting climate change and censoring our news. Listen to this. All the innovators here, as we think of the digital hub that we'll be going to see tomorrow, uh, and part of the reason why I'm so glad to have you here in Newfoundland and Labrador, where uh, it's not just about the hard work that has always been around natural resources, it's also about envisioning the future in very exciting ways that Andrew has been leading on. You know, this is uh, about the research and the innovation that's going to create a better future for all citizens. Uh, we're also talking about a digital partnership that is going to make a huge difference building on that as we work together to understand the impacts of AI, the impacts of disinformation and misinformation on the social media that people get to get to overwhelmed by in so many ways that tend to exacerbate our challenges. That's the big second announcement we're making. Aha, get to, get to, challenges, blah, blah, blah. That's the second announcement we're making. So Justin's going to take all of those challenges away for you. Don't worry anymore about all that disinformation and misinformation on social media. I know it's challenging. I know it confuses you. Justin will make everything better. And this is what he's promising. What's he talking about? Well, it's something I've been talking about for months now, because there's something called the Online Safety Bill. It will be the Online Safety Act as it is in the United Kingdom. They just passed it a couple of months ago. And what it's going to do is deal with disinformation and misinformation on social media throughout the entire internet. What's it going to do? It's going to make it impossible to speak, write, or transmit 
disinformation or misinformation. It's going to make it effectively illegal. Trudeau wants to ban disinformation and misinformation and even something called malinformation. That's a new one, isn't it? From the Internet. But the problem is the Online Safety Act won't define disinformation. I've done all the research here because it's all on the Heritage Canada website. I encourage you to go there and look at it. Read my. I wrote a column about this in Human Events a few months ago when I first realized what was up, what was happening. The Trudeau had had a study group looking at this legislation for years. And the advice was don't define disinformation because it's going to make it that much harder to enforce your law. If you don't have to define what disinformation is, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. Whoops. We got a problem here, don't we? So that means if Trudeau doesn't like what I'm saying, Creighton, you're speaking disinformation on your broadcast. You're writing disinformation on your Substack or in your articles. So we can't have that. That's disinformation. That's banned. God knows. What, what are they going to do? Come to my door and threaten to take me away? They're going to find me? Well, that's going to be in the bill, which cannot pass. This cannot pass. But Trudeau talked about it here. He says, I'm going to find a way to help you deal with all that disinformation and misinformation on social media. I know it confuses you. I know it's a challenge. He loves that word challenge. I hate that word because it's so inaccurate. It can mean whatever Justin wants it to mean. So he let the cat out of the bag again to say he's going to be dealing with this in a in legislation. It's just around the corner, folks. If we don't see it before Christmas, it's going to be in the new year, probably in the winter or early spring. It's coming. And I tell you, it's bad news just for everybody, not just for me, not just for independent media, not just for new media, where I continue to work as a journalist, as a columnist, but even the legacy media where I used to work where I used to work, they are going to be in trouble too. Because if they say the wrong thing, even though they're subsidized by Justin Trudeau, by the Trudeau government, if they say the wrong thing, they're gone. They're gone too. There's no loyalty. No such thing as loyalty with Justin Trudeau. You don't say what he wants you to say, you're out of there. So this is a very bad piece of legislation that's coming, and Trudeau talked about it. I find this comment very interesting from Alberta Premier Daniel Smith. I'd like to know uh, how are the talks going between uh, Alberta and the feds with regards to the clean electricity regulations? Because, of course, the clock is ticking on this whole file. Well, we're getting pretty frustrated because they, they've had a Supreme Court loss now that says that they cannot use their federal power as a pretext to invade provincial jurisdiction. And they're acting like that Supreme Court case didn't happen. They had another loss on the issue of plastics, which was also an unconstitutional overreach and unreasonable. And instead of accepting the court's judgment, they're going to drag it out again. So we've got a lawless federal government. Lawless federal government. Yep, they ignore Supreme Court rulings they don't like. And I told you the other day, about Stephen Gilbo's news conference on Monday, where he said he's going to appeal to the United Nations 
to institute a plastics ban treaty because the federal court in Canada ruled against the Trudeau government's ban on single-use plastics. So Gilbo said, I'm going to go to the UN and appeal there. The good socialist, the proud socialist, actually a proud Marxist, and the good globalist is going to ignore Canadian law and go to the United Nations and get them to do the dirty work. That's what this government's all about. And of course, he's an, he's an acolyte of the UN, of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, I'm sure you all know, and of globalism per se. And that's how this lawless liberal government, as Premier Daniel Smith described it, operates. They ignore the law they don't like. They make other laws to overrule them, or they appeal to globalist bodies, or they just rule by decree. And that's what I'm concerned about, folks, is that Justin Trudeau will eventually just decide to rule by decree and postpone our next election. I keep saying this, but mark my words. My friends, my viewers, mark my words. If Trudeau doesn't get what he wants, if the polls aren't looking good for him in two years' time, just watch him exploit whatever disaster, whatever catastrophe, whatever crisis, whatever incident he thinks he can use to stay in power. Watch him exploit those. Watch him exploit those opportunities. It's always a great reset for Justin Trudeau. Every crisis, every disaster, every dilemma, everything is an opportunity to stay in power, to, to retain his grip on power, and watch him do that. Now, this is quite interesting because, you know, I, I've, been, I've been talking about how Trudeau wants to eliminate social media and the internet from, from any form of of misinformation, disinformation. He wants to he wants to get rid of that, and you know, supposedly, and he wants to make it safe for you with the Online Safety Act. Let's have a look at how he does when it comes to misinformation, disinformation. You might remember he decided he wanted his own YouTube channel, so it's the Justin Trudeau starring in his own YouTube channel, and it's not doing too well. It's got like four thousand subscribers that's the prime minister of canada four thousand subscribers that's the best he can do and he puts out his posts and they get a couple of hundred people watching well let's have a look at this one because this is comical but it's also it just shows you the hypocrisy of just i don't know if we can watch the whole thing i'll go as far as i can heat pumps the thermopompe electric they're an efficient, affordable, cleaner way to both heat and cool your home. And that's why everyone's talking about them. Je suis ici avec le ministre O'Regan pour parler un petit peu de tout ce qu'on est en train de faire pour vous aider avec des thermopompes. We've been working with provinces and territories right across the country uh, to make sure we're installing heat pumps and phasing out home heating oil. Because the fact is, it's good for the environment but it's also good for your wallet. You've got to stop him there because, of course, it's not good for your wallet. It's cost prohibitive. 
to install a heat pump over $20,000 U.S., and you're not going to get your free heat pump unless you're below the poverty line, basically. And it's not good for the environment. Guess what, Justy boy? you got to plug them in to electricity. And not only that, if everybody in Atlanta, Canada gets a heat pump and plugs it in, it's going to burn the system. It's going to overload the the grid. The Atlantic uh, electrical system in Atlanta, Canada can't stand that much activity. So this shows you how he continues to lie to you. Who switch from heating oil to heat pumps can save on average $2,500 a year. That makes a huge difference, both for your bottom line, but also for the future that we're building for our kids. Seamus, parle-nous en plus. Les pompes électriques sont deux à trois fois plus efficaces que la mazout. That's a big, big difference. And it uses a lot of the same technology that you see in fridges or in air conditioners. It draws heat and cool air in and out as you need it. And it is incredibly efficient. So it is much, much cleaner and it is way cheaper when you get your heat or electric bill at the end of the month. So we want more people on board. We want them off home heating oil, which is incredibly expensive and incredibly dirty. And we want them to move to heat pumps. So now we have a plan and our plan is simple free heat pumps. If you're from a lower income household, free heat pump. And we're going to give you 250 bucks on top of it to sign up. And for everybody else, we are going to work out plans so that you're not having to pay that big upfront cost to keep so many people from getting onto heat pumps. We'll look after that and you will pay it out over the savings that you will accrue over the years to follow. This is just another example of the work we're doing to both make life more affordable for people and fight climate change and protect the environment at the same time. Because the economy and the environment have to go together. That's what we've been working on. That's what we're going to keep working on for the weeks, months, and years to come. This is Okay. He had enough? Yeah, I have. What's the problem with this? Well, of course, he's not thinking about the economy. The economy is tanking because he's got this stupid idea in his head that we're going to get rid of the combustible engine the combustion engine by 2030. We're going to basically get rid of gasoline-powered cars by 2030. We're going to drastically reduce our fertilizer by 2030. That we're going to be living in this green economy by 2030. And it's all a facade. It's a charade. It's a farce. Not going to happen. And Justy Boy knows that. But of course, he's part of the elites flying around the world, going, going to these climate change conferences telling everybody how wonderful he is and how much he's devoted and dedicated to the fight against climate change. And of course, it's all a big, cruel joke. So what's wrong with these uh, heat pumps? Yes, Justin's lying about them. They're not going to save you any money. In fact, you're going to freeze. Mm. The premier of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, released this. Mm-hmm. Now, I did some further research on this and discovered that a heat pump is not designed to work effectively or at all below zero degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's about minus 12, minus 13 degrees Celsius. Now, that's uh, not exactly as cold as it gets here in Canada, is it? Anyone who's lived in Edmonton, Calgary, Ottawa, 
even Toronto sometimes, knows how cold it gets in January and February. It can get to minus 40 for days on end, certainly to minus 30 for a week on end. Now, that's way below the range of these heat pumps. There's no hot air out there to be sucking into your house. If you listen to Seamus O'Regan and, and his buddy Justin Trudeau, they're lying to you. There's no hot air to suck into the house. The only hot air is the, the hot air being generated by these two loons. There's no way that heat pumps are a panacea for home heating solutions. It's not going to work in Canada. But Trudeau is putting a lot of his eggs in this basket, convinced and trying to convince you that you're going to lap up and buy this big, cruel joke, that you're going to buy this line. And it ain't going to work, folks. As I told you, they're not carbon neutral, so they're not fighting climate change at all. You don't plug them into some magical source. You have to plug them into the electric grid. You have to plug them in. They take power. And they take a lot of power, just like charging your electric vehicle is going to cost you so much, you're going to have to make a decision about running your car or running your washing machine. That's how much power they suck up. But once again, Justin Trudeau is not telling you that, is he? He's not even mentioning that there's not some magic source of power for your heat pump. You have to plug it in to the electric outlet. And he's not telling you they're not even going to work in the worst part of winter. So you're going to freeze. But that's what it's all about. That's what our environment and climate change minister, Stephen Gibo, says all the time. That's what fighting climate change is all about. It's getting rid of fossil fuels and freezing because we're so dedicated to the ideology. That's all that matters is fighting climate change and to hell with whether or not Canadians freeze or haven't got enough money to eat and so on and so on. So I invite you to Look into this yourself. See if these heat pumps are going to work for you or for anybody. I'm telling you, they won't. And Justin Trudeau, the guy who says he wants to fight disinformation, misinformation, is spreading it on pretty thick on his own YouTube channel, which is a dismal failure. I last looked at this. There were like 400 people viewing this message with he and Seamus hamming it up over heat pumps and Justin looking like he actually can install one horrible joke, but that's the kind of prime minister you are. He's a horrible joke too. And it's a very cruel joke because it's just not going to come together. So Justin's a failure as a YouTuber as well as a failure as an actor, as a failure, as a politician, as a failure, as a prime minister. And his, his, he's not getting his message out very far and wide. I encourage you to resolve, to resist, continue to fight Justin Trudeau because we can't stand two more years of him. I don't know what we're going to do if he doesn't call an election, but we, we need to disentangle Justin Trudeau from the sycophants in the House of Commons who are propping him up, namely Jugmeet Singh and the NDP and the separatist Bloc Québécois who are now pledged to keep him afloat. We've got to disentangle that alliance because it's bad for Canada and it's bad for our future. And the conservatives keep saying he's not worth the cost, just not worth the cost. Oh, it sounds so much like he's just not ready 
what they tried to use them in 2015, and that was a hopeless campaign slogan. It's not that Justin Trudeau's just not worth the cost. He is a catastrophe for Canada, and it's getting worse. And to get back to where we started, he is not just after us economically. He's after our basic fundamental freedoms, and that means our freedom of speech and his Internet laws. We've already had C-11 and C-18, you know, the, the Online News Act, the Online Streaming Act that basically have destroyed so, new media's access to social media, especially anything associated with meta, like Facebook and Instagram. That's been destroyed. New media is suffering for that because of Trudeau's arrogance and stupidity. But it's all part of Trudeau's three-part program for censorship of the Internet. The worst is coming. Fight it. We need to resolve to resist. So keep supporting this station. Thank you in any way you can. This broadcast is always free, but I appreciate any support you can offer. And, I, and please share the station with as many people as you can. And keep watching, and I'll be back next week with more of the news that you need to know and that you want to hear about. Have a great weekend. For Stand on Guard, I'm David Craig.